You're listening to the Filthy Fantasy Football Show. Everybody, welcome into another exciting episode of the Filthy Fantasy Football Show. Show that's not afraid to say fuck. As always, it is your host, King Josh, Josh the King, and Big Rome. What's going on, everyone? Hey, so uh, COVID seems to have finally affected the NFL with uh, kind of scary news with the Pittsburgh Tennessee game, which was slated for you know obviously Sunday. They're actually postponing it. Although now, uh, earlier today, some news came out that the game may get postponed till either Monday or Tuesday of this week. Yeah, but yeah. But that's, that's still a maybe. That's not even yeah. a for sure thing. I'm not sure what the hell is going to happen. This is something I was dreading. You know, the first three weeks went by, you know, other than the catastrophic injuries, but went by COVID-related shit, you know, pretty, pretty, uh, it, it stayed under the radar. Mm-hmm. And then finally, here it comes, and it would be Tennessee, stupid-ass Titans. Yeah. Going and getting people sick. But it's like, I, I don't know what's going to happen. And for fantasy, well, see, that's, man. My, my it's, point it's, was the, the fantasy implication that that could have <clears throat> when you miss out on, you know. So, you, I mean, think about, like, you, you some people probably were playing Big Ben. You might have been streaming Tannehill. But James Conner, Derrick Henry, Juju, uh, A.J. Brown is seemingly healthy. Corey Davis has been booming. You know, in the in the vast scope of no tight ends, Johnny Smith is now a tight end that you can't use. Yeah, uh, I mean, that, so it's to me. I was listening to, um, you know, a different a different fantasy show, and and I was reading some stuff <coughs> stuff online, and they were saying you may need to actually just not play your Titans or your Steelers this week in the fear because they might end up turning this into a bye week, and then. Um, you know, just play someone else in those slots, and then unfortunately might have to take the L if they happen to play. Yeah, man, that's rough. That's really rough. I mean, I guess I sort of look at it as if it's on Monday or Tuesday, if that comes out by, like, tomorrow, I mean, you can make that into at least this week. Yes. And that's, I mean, that's best-case scenario, I, w- I would imagine, but that's everything is still so up in yeah, the Yeah, well, air, well luckily, luckily it's only Wednesday <clears throat> So you have a couple days until Sunday to get final word. But right now they were saying it might be Monday or Tuesday, but there's still a chance that the game might not happen at all, and this could be the Pittsburgh-Tennessee bye week. But then, but then the problem is, is that fucks up future weeks for – because I, I don't know if they have the same bye week later on in the year. Um, actually, let me see. Ooh, Pittsburgh. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Pittsburgh's bye week is supposed to be week eight, and Tennessee is week seven. So I don't know how you work that out. I mean, that that's way above my pay scale, and I, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that, man. that's rough. I mean, it's it's keep your keep your ears uh, pinned back, everybody, and listen up because yeah. you know, once so ba- we find out, you'll hear from us. Yeah. So basically, just have a pivot ready in, in the. I mean, that just sucks for like like I said, the Connor Henry, you know, Juju owners like just because those are major key pieces to your team yeah. you know because yeah. if, if you have big ben or <laughs> or Tannehill, you probably have other options but if you have you know derrick henry's your first round pick james connor was a first or second round pick you know you lost that and that that really sucks um yeah anyways moving on to news uh alshon jeffrey had a limited practice today what? Um, which the eagles badly need jeffrey because you know jalen rager's out dallas goddard's out on ir Deshaun Jackson is uh, didn't practice, so I mean it, it's it's getting pretty bleak in Philadelphia. Listen, they just need a better quarterback because Carson Wentz sucks. Do you think they're calling Nick Foles? <laughs> like, hey man, I think after watching him, after watching him come back and beat Atlanta again, uh, uh, yeah, why wouldn't you? They'd be like, what were we thinking, letting this guy go, thinking Carson Wentz was gonna be? Go- I don't know, man. He's just he's just not a good NFL quarterback. In my eyes, I know he can flash. He does some things that are nice, but man, as an NFL quarterback, I just can't see this guy leading your team to victory. Yep. Um, terrible news for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They're already pretty banged up with Chris Godwin more than likely expected to miss the next couple weeks. Scotty Miller didn't practice today. 
and Leonard Fournette didn't practice today. So I think Leonard Fournette was just a rest day is what I read, but, you know, who, who the hell knows what's, you know, really going on in an NFL locker room. Yeah, it, it's, it's bound to be. I mean, because a lot of stuff, I mean, you can kind of skim over things like <coughs> DeAndre Hopkins didn't practice today, but, I mean, you know, he, he's going to play. I, I don't fear that. Um, oh, talking about guys coming from injured reserve, uh, Damien Harris, the running back for the New England Patriots, he's been removed from the injured reserve list. So now yes. there's a chance that he could play. So now you got a backfield of uh, – because James White reported back to practice today. So now you got Jesus. James White, Rex Burkhead, Sony Michelle, Damian Harris. It's just it's And then the best running back on the team, Cam Newton. You got like four or five guys there and like I only want Newton. Yeah. Yeah. Um Eesh. Raheem Mostert, he was remained sidelined for Wednesday's practice, so <coughs> it looks like it might be a Jarek McKinnon game. Although Jeff Wilson, who had a really good fantasy day, he's kinda of banged up too, so it could it could just be a, a Jarek McKinnon day. Yes. Uh, George Kittle, he's a full go on Wednesday's practice, so he's probably going to play on Sunday, which is very good news for the San Francisco team because they need any help they can get right now. Yeah. Yeah, they do. Uh, Jamison Crowder, questionable to play on Thursday against the Broncos. I actually like Crowder this week if he can play just purely on volume. Like, especially in PPR scoring, I think Crowder, he'd be great. But, I mean, he had the really good week one, and then that's it. Yeah. I I mean – We'll see how it goes. Yeah, they got a guy named Braxton Berrios catching passes. I mean, good God. Uh, Michael Thomas returned to practice Wednesday, so that's looking good. Um, you know, he clearly is needed and missed in New Orleans without. Although, I mean, they look pretty good on on uh, Sunday night, but, I mean, it also helps when Alvin Kamara, you know, <coughs> runs when he plays two yards. positions. Yeah, when yeah. he plays one, two positions at a time, this team can can do some things, because man, when he's a receiver and a running back, I, what? How many targets did he get? Like thirteen, something like that. Actually, it was something ridiculous. Week three, uh, Kamara had. Wait, did he, he have had 14, fourteen targets? targets. Yeah. <laughs> God. Yeah. Oh, hey, by the way, listeners, sorry we're not going to break down Sundays. We're, we decided just to plug along because we missed yesterday's show because. I got sick, and so uh, we're just moving on like nothing happened. Um, let's see, Philip Lindsay, he remained limited on uh, Wednesday's practice, so he could be getting ready to suit up on Thursday, but I don't think that really is going to carve into Melvin Gordon's playing time. I mean, he. Yeah. He, Philip Lindsay's a good running back, but Melvin Gordon's a little bit better than him, and Philip, uh, Melvin Gordon's actually done pretty well, <coughs> you know, in, in the backfield for them. Certainly. He certainly has. So with that being said, let's just uh, get into our breakdown. We're actually going to break down the AFC matchups for week four because uh, that's just what we're doing this week or this episode. We'll do NFC uh, next episode. So first off, we do have the Thursday night game. The 0-3 Broncos are taking on the 0-3 Jets. In a, Got a banger. You know what's funny is is this game looks disgusting on paper, but before the NFL season started, we would have killed for a football game, so I would have gladly watched this game. Yeah, I but mean, that's that's a valid point. There's not much to say about this. Like, honestly, for the Broncos side, I'd be interested. I actually think you can play Gordon comfortably. I actually, I, I like Jerry Judy in PPR scoring, not so much standard leagues. And, you know, Noah Fant, because he's, you know, tight ends. I mean, who else are you going to play? And that's really about it in this game. I mean, I've got, I've got Melvin Gordon as my 16th rated running back this week. I actually have Melvin. Go- I have Melvin Gordon at eight. I'm in my top ten. Although Oof. with well, with the Philip Lindsay. <clears throat> see, this was pre Philip Lindsay news. I mean, if, if Philip Lindsay, I, I I'd probably lower him to probably outside of my top twelve if Lindsay mm-hmm. if Lindsay's going to play. But I, I figured because you can run on this Jets team, and then their their starting quarterback is a guy named Brett Ripian, where the coach Vic Fangio even called him Mark Fangio or uh, Mark Ripian, his dad, who was a Super Bowl winning quarterback for the Reds, Redskins in, like, the 80s or yeah. something like that. So, I mean, even the coach doesn't know this guy's name. I mean, that's that's not shocking. It's not. He was, what, a third stringer coming in this year? Yes. Look, there's not a, a whole lot of fantasy uh, production on the Jets' side of it. I have none of them rated in my top 25. No. 
I mean, they're not even close. Now, the, the Denver Broncos give us a little bit of something here. Like I said, uh, I got Gordon at 16. I've got Jerry Judy at 23, wide receiver 23. And I've got Noah Fant at tight end 10. Yeah, I got I got Melvin Gordon as my running back 8, but I'd probably lower him a bit with the Philip Lindsay news. Um, let's see, I got Jerry Judy all the way up at, just because of injuries, I got him all the way up at uh, wide receiver 19. I, I actually, mm-hmm. I, I think he's got some really good value. I mean, especially with Cortland Sutton out, and, and he's, I mean, I mean, unfor- I mean, he's he's had double-digit fantasy outputs every week um, so far. I, I think, to me, he's more of a flex. I actually might have him a bit high, but he's definitely a flex option. Uh, Noah Fant, I have him as my tight end five, but, you know, just because there's nothing really going on. And then yeah. I, I did put a note that if Crowder plays – I actually have him as my wide receiver twenty-eight. So I think Crowder. I, I think Crowder's actually a flex option. Again, okay. again, it's a pure, I mean, that's fair. It's a pure volume thing. I mean, in week one, when he went up against a very good Buffalo defense, he had thirteen targets with seven catches for one hundred and fifteen yards and a touchdown. So I mean, it, 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 he'll he's just going to get peppered with with balls because, you know, it's just. <laughs> I, I feel yeah. that that's just what they're going to have to do because I mean, I, I've given up on Chris Herndon. I mean, I, he, I, I kept thinking he was going to be a thing. I just don't think he is. Who the fuck is that guy? He's no, the tight. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, moving on, we got the Jacksonville Jaguars taking on the Cincinnati Bengals. Gardner Minshew. I actually like Gardner Minshew this week. I actually like both quarterbacks this week. I have Minshew all the way up as quarterback 14. So I, I think he's definitely, you know, a streaming option. But I think you can actually play him this week. Yeah, you know, he burned me last week, Gardner freaking Minshew. I've got I, I downgraded him a little bit to uh, quarterback 17. I just, after last week, I was expecting so much. Mm-hmm. You know, he's on that Thursday game. I'm thinking it's a shootout, and he just he just shits all over the field. He did, bur- uh. he did burn us last week because I was high on him too, but DJ Chark is apparently back. So. Well, that'll definitely help. Yeah. Definitely help. Uh, move- and then, I mean, going down – to his running back, though, because I've got James Robinson in my top ten. Good for you. <laughs> in my top ten, I think this guy, he just looks like a stud. I think he's like legit. I, he's legit. Out of nowhere, this kid kind of shoots up, rises like a phoenix, and just does what he has to do to get on the field, and now proving that he belongs. I mean, this guy's got, he's such a threat in the passing game and the running mm-hmm. game. I mean, he's a true three-down back. It's kind of making Thompson irrelevant. Yeah. I, I actually think you can drop Chris Thompson. At this point, absolutely. J- you know, James, James Robinson, he's the number five running back on the year. You know, he's legit. And, and the thing is, it's not like, oh, he played against, you know, a bad team. He, he, he had 102 rushing yards against the Titans, and their defense is a legit defense. Yeah. So I mean, the fact that he this guy and that they love him and like I said, Chris Thompson, you can probably drop him. Def- I, I just you know I have him in a dynasty league, so I might just hang on to him. Just you know, I mean, what else am I gonna do? But I think in season long formats, you can get rid of Thompson because I yeah. you know everyone kept saying oh Thompson, but you know I, I'm big on Robinson this week. I have him as my running back fifteen. You know I, I just, mm-hmm, he's mm-hmm. great. He's great. You know and then, yeah. Wide receivers, DJ Chark, I got him at 19, although I might lower it just because of the health concern. I got to make sure he comes back, exactly. Yeah. I got him I got him in my watch list. He's just outside my top 25 because I love him. I think he's great, yeah. but he's got to be healthy. And if Chark's back, I got Keelan Cole in my – I got him at 35, so I think you can actually flex Keelan Cole if, if Chark is back. If Chark is out, I think you can't play any of the other receivers because you just – you need that, that extra – you know, because LaVisca Chenault, you know, he kind of disappeared too last week with, without having Chark around. So yeah, I, I, he, he really didn't. You really need – because, you know, with Chark being a legitimate wide receiver, you know, he's 6'4", 200 pounds, he can run, he can jump. You know, you need a guy like that to take away some of that defensive pressure. So yeah. I, I would just yeah. keep an eye on that. Um, Joe Burrow, I actually – Joe Burrow has been great for fantasy football so far. He's the quarterback 10 on the year. Um it's going to sound insane, but I actually have Joe Burrow at 13. Um, I actually had him close to my top 10, but then I was like, 
I can't have him over Matt Ryan, so <laughs> I I moved him down. I moved him down to thirteen. But. Well, I'm gonna make up a word here. I'm more insaner because I've got him at eleven. Wow. Okay, so I'm, 11. okay, so I'm not that crazy. Okay, you're not you're not that crazy unless I'm just batshit crazy, which might be the case. But uh, yeah, man, I'm I'm thinking he's I'm thinking he's kind of a stud this year, mm-hmm. and I, I had a gut feeling coming in. I didn't realize they were gonna throw. You know, forty-five times a game, though. Yeah, I mean, they're giving him a work, which is awesome. And he has good receivers. I, that's not what I was expecting. Exactly, exactly. But he, you know, he he's, he's already thrown the ball one hundred and fifty times this year. <laughs> yeah, man. Now like he's, he's uh, the man. Real question here: How worried are you if you're a Joe Mixon owner? <sighs> I'm so I'm not in leagues that matter. Mm-hmm. I, I I own him. I have one share of him. Yeah, but uh, I just I don't, I've got him at running back thirteen this week. I think Jacksonville's defense is weak. I I just wish he'd get involved in the passing game more. Yeah, I see. Like I, that's because for somebody that throws so much, he should be. Because of that, I actually have Mixon down at twenty two, so I have him in the RB two range. I mean, yeah, it's hard. I mean, it's hard to fair, rank. Him, it's hard to rank him higher. He's he's running back thirty nine on the year. You know, he he only put up double-digit <clears throat> fantasy points once this year. Now, granted, there's only been three weeks. But, you know, a guy that you took with a top-nine draft pick, the fact that he is running back 39 on the year, the yeah. fact that, that Mike Davis, who has only played in one-and-a-half football games, has more fantasy points than him. You know, that's yes. that's scary to me. <clears throat> so yeah, just, your your return your return is terrible because of where you got. I mean, well, you had to draft this guy in the first round. Honestly, right now, you know, I was like, I, I probably wouldn't even trade for him for Joe Mixon in leagues unless like it came dirt cheap. I mean, I just I I as of right now, I, it sounds crazy. I just I have no interest in Joe Mixon until further. You know, unless he pulls a fast one like he did last year, where he kind of catches fire towards the end. But even then, it's like you're gonna have to sit on this dead weight. For a long time, mm-hmm. I, I I don't think it's worth it. That juice, well, I don't think certainly you, ain't worth I don't, the think you, I don't think you could sell them at all. But moving on, nope. the, the receivers, you know, they're they're on fire right now. Tyler Boyd, I have him at twenty. I actually think I could have moved him up a little bit higher, but I just, you know, he. But the thing is, is, is Joe Burrow does spread the ball around a bit. Yes, but but Tyler Boyd had a monster game last week. You know, he's wide receiver twelve on the year. But yeah, he's no, at he, he's at he back had a monster to, game. He's had back-to-back over 20 points a week. I mean, I think Tyler Boyd's legit. I think Tyler Boyd has been legit his whole career. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's been he's been a sneaky, sneaky number two kind of guy, and he's but he's always put up numbers. He gets targets and he makes catches. I've got him at wide receiver 22, so we're very, very yeah, we're, similar yeah, on where we close, got him yeah. rated. I, I I just think you know I think he could have a great game then. You know AJ Green. I. It sounds sad to be like you can't play AJ Green, but you can't play AJ Green right now. I mean, it, it just because I think Joe Burrow realized that Tyler Boyd is his so go-to much better. guy. Yeah, and, <laughs> yeah. Then, and then even T Higgins. You know, he. I think he's kind of a sleeper. Um, I actually think you can flex T Higgins if you needed to. Um, I, I mean, I have T Higgins ranked all the way down as my wide receiver. 46 so i mean I, I think he's about a flex option right now but i mean someone yeah, to definitely fair. keep an eye on uh next we'll move on to the 0-3 minnesota vikings taking on the 0-3 houston texans and oh god what i can imagine it has the potential to be a shootout but it's i have a feeling it's going to be a gross game like it's going to be like a 17 to 14 game to be honest i got a, I got a feeling i i feel opposite i think that they're both 0 and 3 you know what barring this game happens cuz i know minnesota just played tennessee so who the hell knows what's going to happen with this i don't even want to put that out in the in the universe but mm-hmm. there it is but i think for two 0 and 3 teams i think both of these teams are okay like they're not i don't see shittiness like you see with the Jets. They should be better. Both teams should be better. But the thing is, with the Vikings, they really need to start. I mean, I love Dalvin Cook, but I think they really need to start passing more. Yeah. Because their defense just isn't. You know, because last year, their bread and butter was, we're going to only put up 17 to 27 (coughs) points, but we're going to stop you on defense. So we're just going to grind it out with Dalvin Cook. The problem is their defense is not doing that. Right. Their defense well, is actually lost really a lot bad. Of pieces. 
Yes, yeah, their defense is very bad. Pieces. And so yeah. it's it's kind of like, like like Minnesota's defense is 29th on the year. Yeah. So and then it's like and that's all that is great, you know. And you want to say, hey, go throw it, and then you realize, oh shit, we got Kirk Cousins to throw the ball, yeah. and Kirk Cousins is just he's not he's I mean he scored negative points week two in fantasy football in more in most formats here. I've got him at quarterback 18 this week. I'm just this this defense doesn't scare me for the most part. I do think that they'll be able to throw even though I Bradley Roby might shut down a guy like Thielen. Mm-hmm. But it, at the same token, I don't think I've ever seen Thielen really get shut down like by a corner. You can't keep him he, quiet he can all get game. shut he can get shut down by the game script. By the fact that they're going to run the ball, you know, forty-five times a game, mm-hmm. but never by a player. So I mean, that's going to be an interesting, fun watch. I think this weekend. Yeah. I actually, what's funny, I have Kirk Cousins at eighteen as well, just because Houston's defense is bad. So I, I think they're, you know, Kirk Cousins. He showed a spark last week. Now, granted, his points kind of came in garbage time again, like he did, you know, in week yeah. one. But he did have three touchdowns last week. So you know, and Justin Jefferson looks like he's legit. Like, like they because they, they they were playing Justin Jefferson in the slot the first two weeks, but then they moved him to the outside guy against Tennessee, you know where he went, you know for seven catches for 175 yards and a touchdown. So yeah, looked Justin good. Jeff- yeah, he looked great, and, and I'm actually really excited about that because I actually have Jefferson in a different dynasty league, so that that's promising for me. Lucky but, bastard. Yeah, moving on, Dalvin Cook, he, you know he's good at football. I got him at yeah. my running back three. I've got him at four. Yeah, I mean he's he's good. So not much to say. Thielen, um, I think Thielen. You know he's always a safe bet. I have Thielen up at wide receiver thirteen, just because I I like some of the other matchups this week. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. But you're still I've playing. Got him at, uh, yeah, I've got him at wide receiver eight. And then Justin Jefferson, I actually did rank him. I'm just trying to find. I got him at thirty eight. So I think I think Jefferson you can flex this week. I uh, I have him in my watch list. He's actually one of the first receivers I wrote down. Yeah. I mean, I, it's hard to get back-to-back weeks like that when you're kind of fresh and new. But he might. I mean, he looked really, really good last week. Yeah. And then other side of the ball with the Houston Texans, Deshaun Watson, you know, despite having not as good of an offense around him as he's had in the past, <clears throat> you know, he's still trying to make it happen. And then again, you know, the dual threat with the running potential. He's not running as much this year, which is surprising. You know, he only has 12 rushes on the year, but it could. Wow. You know, I, I think they. He's the most sacked quarterback in the league, so I mean, I, I think they're going to have to do something. But you know, this, again, this Minnesota defense is bad, so I actually have Watson all the way up as my quarterback 10. I've got him right at nine, and I'd actually like to see this stat line at some point. I'll pull it up tomorrow. Like, how many sacks are his fault compared to the O line? Because he, you know, Watson is one of those guys that. He runs around. He likes to try to play that chaos quarterback, and sometimes that can lead to mm-hmm. inflated stat numbers That's or true. inflated sack numbers. Uh, David Johnson. So I'd like to find that out. I haven't quite given up on him yet. I, I still think he, the talent is there. Um, I have him as my running back 19 this week. <laughs> yeah, I got him at 17. I mean, I still think the talent's there, just like you said. He showed flashes week one, and he's just had – rough, rough games against two of the best defenses against the rush in the league. Yeah, well, I mean, they took on Kansas City, Baltimore, and Pittsburgh. So it's yeah. like three of the best defenses in the league. Like, you know, give this guy a poor break. That's what, like, <laughs> I think right now, if you could, I would 100% try to trade for David Johnson in a league. Because mm-hmm. since he's, he's, you know, he's running back 20 on the year, so that's not bad. But it's also not, you know, you're like, Damn it, he's not putting up the numbers that I want. So I actually think you can get David Johnson pretty cheap right now. I agree. Although if you're in our season-long league, no one trades in that league. So No, nobody does. Uh, it's, it's Will, Will Fuller looked healthy last week, so I actually have him up at wide receiver 23. I actually might move him up a bit. I, I think, you know, again, this Minnesota defense has just been torched all year. So, so you're saying this was one of the first times you look at his face and you're kind of like, all right, man. Well, I might be able to do this. I would still punch him right in the face, <laughs> but you know. But this week, I, I I'm holding out hope for him. I mean, he played he played 94 percent of the snaps last week. I mean, he only had five targets. He went four for 54, but he did have a touchdown. 
so strange. I wonder what happened week two because he just was non. He wouldn't he didn't even play. Like he was suited up, he was there, but he didn't do shit. Well, I heard I read somewhere that he came out for a couple plays, and then I guess it pissed off somebody, and then they just didn't look his way the entire game. Hmm. No, that makes sense. I've got him in my watch list. He's yeah. just outside my top twenty-five. Any other receivers have some interest for you on the Texan side? You know, part of me when I when I was doing my rankings here, you know, I I only do my top twenty-five, and then I do my my must watch list and I was kind of wanting to put a guy like Cooks on there mm-hmm. but he just doesn't show me enough week to, like he hasn't had that breakout game that you want to see from a guy like him he's a knock it off the top guy he's yeah. a speed guy that's not getting anything deep I it's I don't know how many 3 for 33 or 3 for 50 I need to see it's like I I, I don't want that I actually, you got to get in the end zone I, I actually have Randall Cobb in my fort, my my high forties, so I think in a very deep league you could actually you might be able to flex Randall Cobb. Um, Deshaun Watson's finally looking his way. You know, week yeah. two against Baltimore, he had he went five fifty nine, which not the greatest thing, but it is something. And then just this last week, he went four catches for ninety five yards with a touchdown. So I mean, Deshaun Watson's starting to go. Hey, Randall Cobb's pretty good at football. Yeah, still. Yeah, and he lo- and he looks good. I he mean, looks he's great out, out there. there, doing great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, moving on, we have the on fire Seattle Seahawks taking on the Miami Dolphins, that are just kind of a team. You know, Russell Wilson, not much to say. He's my quarterback one this week. Absolutely, dude. Miami's defense—they've lost cornerbacks. They they just aren't going to be able to stop this this throwing offense. There, there's actually Russell Wilson is currently on pace to throw. I think seventy-seven touchdowns this year. I yeah, I heard that. That's something correct. And like Dak Prescott is on, on pace, pace for to, like sixty-five hundred yards or something. Yeah, like that. it's crazy. Two two of these crazy crazy stats that are probably never going to be broken. It's just how it's going right now. But Russell Wilson is on fire, dude. He's so fun to watch. I, I'll try to catch any game I can that he's playing in. Chris Carson, he actually has me kind of worried. You know, there was that total bullshit. And that fat-ass <clears throat> Dallas Cowboy guy did the alligator roll with his fucking leg, which, dude, that's such Bush League bullshit football. Yeah. Like, that's, that's, like, what the fuck are you doing, man? Yeah. Like it was really, uh, it was really, really and cheap. Then, and then, the, so then the one guy alligator rolls, and the other guy does, like, a fucking Jeff Hardy swanton bomb on Carson's leg, and, you know, and, it, I mean, it's, because Chris Carson, I mean, he's injury-prone, and everybody knows that. But, I mean, he's, a, he's such a damn good running back and when he's healthy. And it's just it's sad to see this shit happen. Um, Chris Carson, if he plays, I actually have him as my running back nine, but the problem is I don't know if he's going to play because there's talks that this injury, you know, with his sprained knee, he could miss one to two weeks from it. And, yeah. you know, and with Seattle, you know, honestly, <laughs> Seattle has a legitimate chance of, of winning the Super Bowl this year. So, I mean, if I was Pete Carroll, and they're playing out of their mind right now, you got Miami this week, you got Minnesota next week, and then you have the bye week, I would probably shut Carson down until after the bye, honestly. And, and I would do the same. Now, he's now he came out today. I saw in a, I got a Twitter thing from him saying that he was he was expecting, or I guess I guess Carson suited up or was trying to go through walkthroughs. Like, he wants to be out there. Mm-hmm. But I, I do think it would be intelligent. To not if they want to really make a playoff run. Well, because because if he's if he's out, Carlos Hyde, man, you know he. Hey, man. He, he's uh, very capable. Yeah, I mean, he was a thousand yard rusher last year. People kind of he, he quietly rushed for a thousand yards for the the Texans last year. Yeah, you know Car- Carlos Hyde's a good running back. Still, he's very you know when when they signed him, I was like, damn, that is a great pl- team for him to, to pick up on. You know, because absolutely, you got you got a somewhat injury prone Chris Carson. You're a legitimate running back on a team that's great on all sides of the ball. Although yep. their defense kind of sucks this year, which is surprising. But, um, but Carlos Hyde, I mean, I think you could fire him up. He, he, if I didn't rank Carlos Hyde because of the unknown Chris Carson. Carson, thing. yeah, I didn't. But neither I, of them made my top twenty-five. I would probably put Hyde up in my high teens, low twenties. If if he's you know if he's getting the nod because you know Carson's out. Right. I agree. Uh, pass catchers, you know, they're on fire. It's Tyler Lockett, w- wide receiver five, and DK Metcalf, wide receiver 15. It's just so. And I'm, I, I, I hear you on that one, and I'm totally buying in. 
to this offense as a whole. And I think this game against Miami is money. I got DK Metcalf at my wide receiver three. I, yeah. And I've got Tyler Lockett at seven. Yeah. I just think these guys. Well, like I'm watching DK. Yeah, he made that boneheaded play last week. God, you know that that was awful. He would have he would have had two touchdowns. Yeah, he had a monster game, and he you know he's he seems to consistently be getting about four catches for ninety yards and a touchdown. Listen, I'll take that every week. Actually, if you look at his stat line, he's four for ninety five week one, four for ninety two week two, and four for one ten week three. So, yeah, I mean the. He's he's balling out and he is and he Tyler have, and Lockett he, is wide open always. It just seems like he's wide open always. Tyler Lockett's so goddamn good. It's he's, so, he's and he's so underrated. Like he, people could have got him this year in like the fourth or fifth round, yeah. and this guy is just an absolute stud, especially in a PPR. I love to, Tyler I mean, Lockett. He's the wide receiver two on the year right now. Yeah, and and DK Metcalf. Is wide receiver six. I mean, it's yep. just it's fucking crazy. Yep. This offense is so much fun to watch. Uh, moving on, Miami, gross. Um, the only thing you're kind of interested in maybe Miles Gaskin because he's technically a starting running back. I'm at my running back twenty five, which the, the the only reason why he I had him up that high was because I don't think they're you know he ran the ball twenty two times last week against Jacksonville. But I don't think they're going to run the ball that much because they're going to be playing from behind a lot. But he is, yep. you know, even though Matt Burita should be the passing down back, it looks like it's going to be Miles Gaskin still. He, they, they're using him as a three down back. Right, right. And I, you know, I just feel like against this, against this offense, right, you're playing against Seattle, you're going to have to throw to catch up. I'm expecting a, kind of a monster game from a guy like Ryan. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah. He he played well last week, and I think him and Devontae uh, Parker, excuse me, Devontae Parker, are gonna they're going to link up, and they might score at least two touchdowns this where'd week. You, where'd you put Fitz in your rankings this week? So I've got Fitzpatrick at, at my quarterback 19. Okay. I've got, I've got uh, Miles Gaskins just outside my top 25, but he's on my watch list. And then I've got Devontae Parker at wide receiver 15. Yeah, I got I got Fitz as my quarterback twenty two. So I mean, I, I I like Fitz. It sounds weird, you know, because he's actually the quarterback fourteen on the year. But you know, just I don't know. It's a tough matchup. Like I said, Gaskins, I have him um, at running back uh, twenty five. So I, I think Gaskins, you can play him. You know, fine. Parker, I, I think Parker. I clicked the wrong button. Now this thing's going to be stupid. Okay. Devontae Parker, I have him as my wide receiver 29, mm-hmm. which feels a bit low, but, I mean, I don't know. It's just it, it's tough to say. Preston Williams is actually kind of like my dart sleeper deep throw. Um, I actually have Preston Williams as, a, as my wide receiver 45, but I think you can actually flex uh, – Preston Williams this week if you needed to just because yeah. Seattle seems to be getting torched on defense right now, which doesn't make sense to me because, you know, with Jamal Adams and Shaq Griffin and some of those guys, but, you know, I... I, yeah, I mean, they haven't rated 32nd. I mean, yeah. that's la- their last in the league. They're they're uh, they're not a good defense right now, so it's it's surprising. And then uh, Mike Gusecki, <clears throat> I, uh, I got him at tight end 13, but, you know, just because, again, the vast grossness and, you know, he, he only had one catch for 15 yards and a touchdown against Jacksonville, but I mean it's still a thing. Yeah, Although I've got him at uh, I've got him at tight end eight. I think that he's uh, he's an athletic guy that if he can get the ball, I mean if they're taking Parker away, I think he's probably the next best option in I, in feeding a guy the ball because I can't see Preston Williams now, being now, that guy. As a Miles Gaskin owner in fantasy, I just wanted to say this: Jordan Howard, fuck you. Ugh. You have 16 yeah. carries. For 12 yards on the year, so at a .75 yard per carry, but you have three touchdowns. You've had a touchdown in every game this year. Stop it. Yeah, go I mean, to hell, sir. The problem is, it's it, for fantasy, it, it pisses you off, but if it's working in real life, why would you turn away from it? Yeah, it's 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 the fine line we tote. Yeah. You know, you gotta you gotta 
you know, especially as as football former football players, you go, God, you got to give it to the big guy. Yeah. He smashes it in there and scores. And you know, as fantasy, you're going, this guy is just the ultimate, the ultimate goal line hawk. Well, I mean, if I could just get Miles Gaskin in the end zone, it would make me a lot happier. You know, he's just got to score from thirty yards out. That's all. Yeah. Um. Do you want to go over the Pittsburgh and Tennessee game, or do you want to wait to see? Let's wait and see. Uh, okay. I mean, I, I think there's a lot of fantasy relevance in this one, but yeah, let's that's wait fine. and see we'll wait. what happens. Good call. So we'll move on to – actually, I'm really looking forward to this game. The New England Patriots taking on the Kansas City Chiefs, which should actually yeah, be this, – this should actually be a very fun game. Um, I, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. Cam Newton, he's been playing great. I mean, he didn't have the greatest fantasy day last week, but they didn't need it. I mean, they – beat Las, Las Vegas pretty easily, uh, so it seems. But Cam Newton looks looks back. I actually have Cam – I have him at quarterback 15 this week. Yeah, I, he, I 100% think that he's back, and I think that they will find success against this defense. I've got him at quarterback 8. Wow. See, I wanted to make him higher, and as we're talking out loud, I'm like, I did have him behind Joe Burrow and Gardner Minshew, so, I mean, eh. You know, I just I, what he brings to this offense is so different. It's so it it really what I feel like watching this team is it's letting a guy like Josh McDaniels kind of open this playbook up mm-hmm. that he's never been able to do before because Brady's so unmobile, mm-hmm. you know, and he, he's all checked down and all that crap. I mean, they might be behind, so let's see what happens. Last time they were behind, if I recall correctly, he threw for what almost four hundred. Yeah. He Cam was, Newton, like yeah. he's more than capable. He threw for three ninety seven against Seattle. Yeah, and so. then you know, obviously, this is the defense that's a little bit better than Seattle, but I can still see him getting at least one to two rushing touchdowns. You know what's funny? Do you, just... remember, do you remember when the Kansas City Chiefs defense was like a laughing stock of the NFL, and you you always looked for like, oh, who's playing the Chiefs this week? Yep, kind of like kind of like when people used to be like, who's playing the Saints this week? It's but, kind of the same way I feel about Atlanta this year. Yeah. Anyway, uh, James White, apparently he's back. I actually like James White a lot. Um, I got him at running back 28. I, I think, you know, he's just – he's not Christian McCaffrey, but he, he's kind of like a poor man's Christian McCaffrey. And, right. You right. know, he uh, – you know, I, I think you can play him with comfort. But the problem is with the Burkhead, Michelle – um, J.J. Taylor, and then they just got Harris. But, uh, it's just it, – ugh. You know, yeah. it's tough. I I, I I actually have zero interest. Um, I have zero Patriot running backs on any of my rosters because I, exactly. I can't deal with All it. those sounds you just made is exactly what I wake up thinking about this, thinking about this backfield. I just go, God, you know, the only guy that would be really worth it to me at the moment is a guy like James White who I have in my watch list. But other than that, how can – like, Sonya well, Michelle is so hit or miss – Mm-hmm. You you just you can never trust playing him even in a flex guy. If he goes for, you think he's going to go for a hundred again this year? No. Maybe once, maybe once. But see, the problem is, look, but look at look at Sony Michelle's breakdown: ten for thirty-seven, seven for nineteen, and nine for one hundred and seventeen. I'm going to yeah. take the former over the latter with Sony Michelle. Absolutely, it's just absolutely it, it's tough. Then Julian Edelman, you know, he him and him and Cam have really seemed to find that sweet spot. Um, I actually have him as my wide receiver 24. I wanted to rank him a little bit higher, but, you know, it's just the, – the problem is, to me, he's still just the slot guy. So, yeah. you know, and Cam in the past hasn't really been a, a slot thrower. He's a he's going to huck it down the field or he's going to check it down to Christian McCaffrey. So, but yeah. – because the thing is, you know, uh, Edelman only went two for 23 last week. So, and, and Las Vegas defense doesn't scare you. Mm-mm, not at all. So. Not at all. But it was a weird game script, though. They were up. They were. Yeah, just they didn't seemed... need it. Yeah, they didn't right. need it. Um, moving well, on. I'd receive. Or I'm sorry. Yeah. What? what okay. Well, I'll say if you if you have anything else to say about the Patriots, move on to the Chiefs. Yeah. So I got uh, I got Mahomes at my quarterback six. I feel like uh, that might be a bit low considering what he just did. I mean, that guy was incredible. Yeah. On Monday night, he he made me shit literal bricks because I've got I'm I'm holding off you know <laughs> I'm holding off old Michael Wigdor aka Jew and and I'm going oh you know 
I'm playing. I'm playing Mahomes. He needs 59 points to beat me. <laughs> and then he puts up 48. And he puts up 48, and it's like he's driving at the end. He takes a cheeky shot at the end zone on fourth down, and I was like, this bastard. It's like he's just he's just messing with my emotions. But uh, I think New England's going to be a, a little bit tougher. Obviously, I, I agree. With uh, you I think it's going to drop him down to six. I actually have Mahomes at four because it's hard to put him outside your top five. It really, it really, really is. Because there's some quarterbacks though that are really, really. Yeah, great they got this some year. good matchups this week. It, it's been great for fantasy quarterbacks. Um, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, um, I got him as my running back eleven. I just, he's good. He looks, he looks really good. You want to talk about a guy who came in the league, struggled on his first two drives, and then said. This is nothing. Let's do this. And he's looked good ever since. I've got him at running back 14. This will be a new challenge for him. Bill Belichick is a genius on the defensive side of the ball. See, that's a, a, probably Bill, the best ever. Bill learns how he can take away – he can straight out take a player out of the game. You know, and, and Right. I, and I think that if you take a guy like Hilaire out of the game – see, I, there's one guy I think you can't. There's one guy I do not think you can take out of the game. And that's Tyreek. That's your boy Tyreek Cheetah. And that's my boy Tyreek. That's yeah. the Cheetah. I've got him at wide receiver two, and I know that sounds crazy because he's going to go up against Stephen Gilmore. But I told you guys every week, this guy, you you can cover him perfectly all game, and then he can burn you for an eighty-yard touchdown. Yeah, well, he's had, he's, and you just made your week as a player. Yeah, he's had a touchdown like that, every week this year. This guy's wide, a stud, man. Wide receiver five on the year. I actually have him as my wide receiver seven. I just, you know, he – if he's healthy, he's a top ten wide receiver forever. I mean, it's just – Yes. Because he – like you said, he has the ability to get behind everybody. And then that's it. You know, it's, last year, he missed four games last year, and he was still the wide receiver 31. <laughs> yeah, man. So, I mean, yeah. that, that's just how good this guy is. And then Sammy he's Watkins – I actually ranked Sammy Watkins this week. I got him at wide receiver 33. I think you can actually flex Sammy Watkins because, I, you know, the problem is he burns you because, you know, he looked good week one, did nothing in week two, and actually looked pretty good against Baltimore. So, I mean, again, if, if Bill Belichick starts to focus on Clyde Edwards-Alaire or he tries to take away Tyreek Hill, that's going to leave Sammy Watkins open in the underneath. And you know, and it's going to leave another guy open. Let me. Can I ask you what you think about uh, McCole Hardman? You know – McCole Hartman, to me, he is – his. the problem is his ceiling is insanely high. You know, th- this guy, he, he's probably – he's almost as fast in football as Tyreek Hill. The problem is his floor is not – because, you know, week one he went one for six and then he went right. two for 30. You know, so that that's what scares me. But then you went four for 81 and a touchdown last week. Right. So it's just – And it could have had another one. He almost had another one. Dro- yes. Yeah, dropped another one. Thank God he did. Probably would have lost. But it just – but, it, you know, that, that's the problem with me is, is Hardman's floor just scares me. So I, I actually didn't even rank Hardman. Just I, 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 I want a safer floor in, in a play. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> did you rank him or is he in your watch list? Nah, he's he's not even in my watch list. I need to see a little bit more because he did nothing for the first two weeks. Exactly. You know, now if Sammy, so need, if, if Sammy Watkins goes down – you know, because Sammy Watkins has had some foot problems in the past and stuff like that. So, I mean, right. if he were to go down, then Hardman would probably move up my rankings. But just right now, again, the, the, there seems to be an invisible floor there. You know, yes. his, Now, his ceiling is, is massive because, I mean, this guy, you know, I, I'm actually looking. I, I wish I had Hardman in dynasty formats because I think he's going to be great in the long haul. But right now in season long, it's just it's too hard to trust. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You know, Kelsey, tight end one. You know, not much to say about this guy. Yeah, I mean, that's that's pretty easy. Yeah. Uh, let's see, we got the Buffalo Bills are, that are just balling out right now as well, taking on the Las Vegas Raiders. But Josh <laughs> Allen, he's, he's the only quarterback in NFL history to have 1,000 passing yards and 10 touchdowns and have two rushing touchdowns in three weeks. Dude, so he's, that's he's, crazy. Yeah, he's the number two quarterback on the year. It's crazy. He's only played three games. He already has 1,000 yards. Like, I mean, it just, it, it's crazy because last year he threw for 3,000 last year, and we've only played three games, and he's already done a third of what he did last year. I mean, this But guy, he also, he's, he's changing his game. Correct. He's and changing and, his and game. And adding Stephon Diggs really helps. Yes, yes, big time. But Josh Allen, you know, he's my quarterback seven. 
I mean, just <laughs> he he's so good. It's exactly where I've got him. He's, Seven. He's yeah, yeah, and he's so much fun to watch. You know, and I watched a, a very good helping of him last week because I was watching the Ram game. Mm-hmm. Man, this guy, this guy. Just when you think they were they got him licked, right? They're kicking their ass, and the Rams come back. And now you think, oh, okay, let's see how Josh Allen, let's see how he responds. And he goes down and scores the game-winning touchdown or makes the game-winning touchdown throw. Mm-hmm. The guy's an, he's a stud, and he's proving everybody kind of wrong. I think a lot of people were really low on him, not fantasy-wise, just in general, football, as a football player. They were saying he was all arm. You know, you watched his playoff game last year. Holy hell, he was he was – Looking overmatched. You know what though? Looking this, like he had to do everything. This guy he's six foot five, he's like two hundred and fifty pounds, but god damn is he mobile. Like yeah. not to sound like that, but he's like a white Cam Newton with a he better, is. with a better arm. Yeah. Like, more accurate arm. Yeah. Yeah, that's that Cam Newton has a cannon for arm, but he's more accurate than Cam Newton. Yeah. It, it seems and just it's you know, he like you I, I watched a lot of the Rams game too because I had Cooper Cup in a league, I have Robert Woods in a league, and then I got Higby, seemingly everywhere. So, you know, right. I, I had some vested interest in that. And but man, Josh Allen's a lot of fun to watch. And then uh, Devin Singletary, he actually had a very good game because Zach Moss was out. But now that Zach Moss is back, I actually have Singletary at my running back thirty-two. So I mean, that that backfield, similar to the Patriots, the best running back on their team is their quarterback. Yeah, I mean that's and that's what the narrative was early on. I don't know if he is anymore. He doesn't he doesn't run nearly as much as he used to. Josh Allen, I think that he's he's maturing as a quarterback to be able to throw the ball way better in the pocket. But I I kind of I have uh, Devin Singletary at 23 and I know that goes against all of my beliefs in these last couple of weeks. Yeah. He looked good, but I don't I don't know if Zach Moss is for sure going to play. Is that a for sure? Well, he was. Limited. I know he's probably he, he questionable. He's was limited, limited in practice. Yeah, so, right. I mean, there's a chance that he plays. If he doesn't play, this is a smash play at at, at 23. You could put him as your flex. He might even be as high as a RB two. Yeah, yeah, um, I, I agree with that. But it's if just, Zach if Zach plays, it just it, again it, it muddles it down to being just a disaster. Yeah, it's like the Patriots backfield. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Stephon Diggs just looks rejuvenated and excited. I have him as wide receiver eight. I, I, you know, you can definitely – he's a wide receiver four this year. I mean, this guy's just it, – it's crazy. Yeah. I mean, he's he's definitely been balling. He made me a little nervous last week. I know he scored, but uh, he didn't look quite the same to me as he Yeah, but he was, he was getting that Ramsey treatment, though. He was definitely getting the Ramsey treatment. I have him at uh, wide receiver 20 this week, mm-hmm. and that's probably a bit low. But uh, I, I don't know it felt right when I did it. Uh, John Brown, do you have any interest in him this week? Man, I do, but he's been nursing that injury, isn't he? Yeah, he got the he has a calf injury right now. He's got the calf injury, and I know he didn't practice, and he didn't, and he had two targets for zero last week. So that's kind of tough. I mean, that's really that's rough. Although Cole Beasley came in big for them last week with having John Brown out, and he had six catches for hundred yards. Sneaky Cole Beasley, I like guy is a stud. He's you know what? He's just been around forever. And he's been—he's just been constantly getting receptions. You know, he makes catches. Dude. I, I feel like he gets disrespected a lot because he's actually wide receiver twenty-nine this year. Yeah, he does get disrespected an awful lot because he didn't even get drafted mm-hmm. in a lot of in a lot of our leagues. Actually, let's see. And the guy's a stud, dude. I think Beasley's like—I'm going to say Beasley is going to be in like the fifty percent owned range, if I had to guess. Cole Beasley, you are—he's only fifteen percent rostered. So, yeah. goddamn poor guy. But I mean, you know what? If if Brown is out, you know you can look Beasley, especially in PPR leagues. He's probably definitely a flex option against the because you can actually. Oh yeah. The, the Raiders' defense isn't that good. Right. So, um, other side of the ball, we got the Las Vegas Raiders. Derek Carr, you know, looked. Like he was kind of pulling his head out of his ass against the Saints. The Saints actually have a good defense, but then New England made him look silly. Mm-hmm. Um, so I actually had to lower my expectations for it. Not that I had high expectations for him. I got him all the way down at quarterback 21 right now. 
Yeah, and I, I lowered my expectations as well because I've got him at I've got him at twenty three. Mm-hmm. Josh Jacobs, the it, it kind of sucks, that, you know, that when you see really good players on bad teams. Yeah, Josh Jacobs is such a good running back. Um, I have him as number twelve, which you know I wanted to make him higher, but you know they're taking on Buffalo and the Raiders kind of suck and. Um, they have no wide receivers right now or anything like that. And then at the same time, I wanted to kind of lower him. But the thing is, is Jacobs is the true three-down back there. So he just gets the right. volume. Exactly. And, and any time you get that volume play or that volume player, man, you, you roll with it. I've got him at running back nine. I just think the volume is always there, and he's a safe play every week. There you go. Um, Brian Edwards, the – rookie wide receiver for them. He's actually doubtful to play this week. So, I mean, looks like their wide receiver is going to be Hunter Renfro and Nelson Aguilar, which is... And, just, uh, yeah, so is Ruggs, because Ruggs is down with a hammy. Yeah, Ruggs is out, too. So, it, it's just... it. They're down to three receivers, you know. Yeah. Zay Jones maybe could be a revenge game against uh, Buffalo, but <laughs> I, I kind of doubt it. Um, yeah. I actually didn't, I didn't rank any of the receivers. Maybe Renfro in a super deep PPR league. I mean, he went six for 84 with a touchdown against New England. So, you know, you might be able to play him in a flex. But realistically, I think, you know, Renfro is probably less rostered than Beasley. Um, yeah, I would imagine that that's, actually, that me, that's probably accurate. Renfro is 23% rostered. Okay, so I, I guess people like Renfro more than Beasley. I mean, I think that's it's jumping up this week though, because they know that that, that that's, all these injuries it, it, are. Hitting. It's got yeah, it's got to be more of an opportunity play, right? Um, absolutely. But you know, maybe but you know, deep league, you know, I think you'd go with Renfro and then Darren Waller. I got him as my tight end seven just because volume play and, and Waller's actually a very good tight end. He's actually absolutely. tight. He's tight end five on the the year. But you know, again, New England knows because okay, he went six for forty five week one, twelve for one hundred five and a touchdown week two, and then two for nine against New England. But that's because New England knows how to take away your best weapon. And right. they, they shut down Waller. Like, you know, they were forcing the Raiders to use Josh Jacobs, and then Josh Jacobs got banged up. And then they were, you know, trying to have the rookie wide receivers beat them, and, and that was a fail. So, I mean, I just, you know, I, I think Waller is going to have a much better day this week. I mean, I think Waller is the smash play on this offense. There's mm-hmm. nobody else other than Josh Jacobs that's going to get the kind of usage that Waller's going to... I mean, I got Waller at my tight end four. He's going to be the best He's going to be the best option in the pass game, the only option in the pass game, because Hunter Renfro, you know, he's he might be a sneaky good PPR play, but who's really going to be the best PPR play is Waller. The guy's mm-hmm. going to get 10 targets and probably make close to 10 catches. 100%. So that actually looks like that's our last matchup for the AFC this week. So... Uh, we got the Thursday night game uh, tomorrow night. We got the Broncos taking on the Jets. And then we're going to be breaking down that game. We're going to break down the NFC. And hopefully we'll get some positive news on the Pittsburgh-Tennessee situation. Because, yes. you know, I, I, I would hate to see such talent be wasted in a game like that. So, but, yeah, yeah guys, thanks for listening. Uh, you can check us out on social medias. Uh FF Football Show on Instagram, Filthy Show on Twitter, or you can send us emails at filthyfantasyfootballshow at gmail.com. Again, thanks for listening. Good luck to everybody. As always, I am Josh the King, King Josh. And I'm Big Rome. All right, Have a good guys. One, guys.